Hey guys, this is the C3 Church Malmo podcast. I am believing God will speak to you today and that a greater level of faith will be unlocked in your life. For more information about C3 Church, go to c3malmo.se. God bless. I'm very excited to be here and uh, good morning to everyone listening, everyone watching right now. Today I actually feel very strongly that I have some simple words that I, I think God wants to speak to you right now where you are. That is something that, is, that God wants to reach you. You who, who watches this right now and you who listen to this. If you believe that God speaks today, uh, if you believe that God actively speaks, He speaks prophetically, that He speaks through His Spirit, if you believe that his spirit is on you right now, where you are sitting, where you are right now. And if you believe that the, the, His spirit is also on me as I stand here in His grace with all my shortcomings, with all my limited understanding, if you believe that, I think that this could be a special moment for us because I do feel God wants to speak to you today. So be open today. That's all I want to ask you. Be open with a prayerful heart uh, and let Him speak. Because I think the last thing you need is just another sermon. I think you need and we need a touch of God where we are right now. And that's what I feel God wants to do this morning. So follow me and come with an open heart. So let's make this an interactive uh, experience. And what I mean by that is not just consume my words, not just rate my words or compare my words. Listen to what comes your way. And, and, and ask God, is this something that is, are you speaking to me right now? Listen with an open heart. And I think God will gently and gracefully minister to you right now where you are. And at the end of this message, there will be some words that might be a little bit more specific. And the reason why I feel so strongly about this today uh, is that I started, I know that I'm having, this is the Sunday before Easter. The Sunday, Sunday leading up to Easter. And I wanted to share something that points to Easter, to, to prepare us for Easter. And already there, something started to kind of overwhelm me in my heart as I just started to think about Easter once again. And Easter, the message of Easter, there is nothing more amazing. There is nothing more gracious. There's nothing more beautiful, dramatic, freeing, than what we actually celebrate and focus on in Easter. You know, we focus on the death, the resurrection, the unthinkable plan of salvation, uh, the horrific, brutal, and beautiful way Jesus died for us, how God saved us through death, through resurrection. As I think about Easter, as I think about my sin, as I think about the sacrifice, the death of Christ, the sacrificial lamb, the resurrection, the eternal victory. You know, I fall to my knees once again as I just think about that. Because I'm not worthy of that. I am not worthy of that. That's the salvation. I do not deserve that. And yet here I stand as a free man, saved in Christ. So for me, this Easter, 
I will once again spend time gazing, gazing about on the story of Christ, the story of salvation. I will once again recognize how God stepped in and did what no human being could do, what no earthly wisdom can do, what no religion can do, what no self-help guru could ever do, that he saved a wretch like me. He saved me. He washed me clean. He healed me eternally. It was not my work when he chose to save me. And it's still not my work today when I'm needing, when I need saving, when I need help. It's still not my work. It's all him. He is the savior. And as I started to think about this, I just started to think about the salvation, what we actually celebrate in Easter. And it captured my heart once again. And it really, really speaks to me. Then I felt God spoke a word. I felt God was sharing a word with me that he wanted me to share with you who listens right now as we prepare to get into Easter. So I'm just going to do a short prayer. God, open our eyes right now for, for your word. Open our eyes for our reality and to see the beauty of what you are. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want to share that word directly with you. It's an image. It's from Psalm 18, 16. He reached down from on high and he took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. That's the word. I feel God is, want you to have that word. He reached down from on high and he took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters, or mighty waters, if you want. You know, this is a dramatic picture. It's a dramatic picture of the relationship, if you want, between the Savior, the one doing the saving, the one reaching out, and the one in need of saving, the one drowning. One in this picture is drowning, and the other one is doing the saving. There's no collaboration here. There's no gray area. He, he reached down. He took hold of me. He drew me out. There's nothing unclear about that image, about that picture. One person being in too deep in the water, struggling, aching, swimming, panicking, drowning in the deep. And the other one in this picture, God, he reached down from on high. Not from our place. There's nothing we could do here in this picture. He reached down from another place, from on high, and took hold of the one drowning. And that's me. That's the gospel. It's how the holy, beautiful God who entered our world of sin, darkness, hurt, suffering, and from where he is, he sent Jesus to save us. Think about it. From It says, he reached down from high, from on high. From his eternal dwelling, from his eternal existence, from his eternal glory, his kingdom, his throne. It's just like simple words trying to describe something that is too big for us to understand. From his peace of eternal glory, of eternal love, where everything is holy and perfect. From there, 
he reached down and he drew us up from deep waters. In the Bible, we often see struggles, suffering, calamities, enemies are frequently represented by deep waters. There are others, other pictures with waters as well, of course, but you could find that being a, a symbol of struggle, of enemies, certainly in this psalm. God is the one, and that's what I want you to meditate on right now, God is the one that saved you. Meditate for a while about how helpless you were, drowning in deep waters. You could not pull yourself out. Picture it, you could not pull yourself out. You find yourself struggling in deep waters. You can't pull yourself out, it's impossible. You can't take your hand and pull you out of the water because you are in it. You can't do that. And that's Easter for me, when we focus on Easter. We see God's beautiful, horrific, brutal act of salvation. Jesus, as the Lamb of God, sacrificed himself for all of us. No more sacrifices needed. Opening the way to the kingdom. Holy Spirit in us. A new eternal covenant. Raised from the dead, new life. The old is gone, the new has come. And all this, is it because of us? No. Did we do that? No. Were we able to do that? No. It's all from God. He reached out. Maybe you think by now, like, okay, we get it. <laughs> he was the one reaching out. And I want you to also get that today in your, in your struggles right now. Not just getting saved once 30 years ago or one year ago or two years ago. It's clear that he did that. But keep in mind, he's still the one. He's, he's the only one that can do that also today. So I think it's important for us to reflect on how dangerous, how dangerous, how hopeless, how dark our situation was before surrendering our life to Christ. In doing so, the beauty of Christ's rescue become magnified. And let me say, tell you, this overwhelms me. This truly, truly, truly overwhelms me. Again and again and again. And I often find myself praying the prayer from, like David prayed in Psalm 51, 12. When I find myself kind of drifting off, losing the focus maybe, uh, being occupied on, on wrong things that doesn't help me, I find myself praying again and again, God, Restore the joy of your salvation. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And I, I often kneel and I often feel overwhelmed just by that fact. You saved me. You pulled me out of deep waters, God. And not only that, you pulled me out, you elevated me, you lifted me, and you put me on a rock. And you cleansed me. You gave me new clothes. You filled me. And you called me my own. You called me your own. I can't really get over this. And this, this blows my mind. This, when, I, when I focus on that fact, what he actually done in my life, when I dwell on this, it, it renews my mind. It clears my head. It makes me breathe freely again. And it's all him. 
It's not how well I do Christian life. It's not even about how great my faith is. It's him he rescued me. I just want to throw in Psalm 40, 1 to 3. I waited, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and he heard my cry. I live this, I love this. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to God. Many will see this and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. God, I'm just praying right now. Let us not lose that focus. Let us not lose the joy and the wonder of your salvation. You reached out. You pulled me. And I find myself going to this at my office, at my work. I find myself going to this in my mind and in my heart on the way to, to the store to do, some, to do grocery shopping. As I play with my son, I find myself being overwhelmed by just that fact that he, he saved me. It's a never-ceasing well of joy, truly is, in my life. This, not my own endeavors, not my own insight, not my own perfect plans, but this, this is my joy, this is my refuge. He reached down and he pulled me out of deep waters. Salvation through Jesus' death and resurrection. This is the message of Easter. Just breathe a little bit as we take this in. So let's zoom in a little bit closer as well. And listen to this. This is what I want to say. The one who pulled you out of deep water, the one who saved you, still is still strong enough to pull you out whenever you feel overwhelmed. When you feel like drowning, the same arm that pulled you out from the deep water is still strong enough to pull you out right now, where you are right now. And we are saved. Nothing can change our position. We are saved. But we'd find, we still find ourselves swimming in deep ocean, don't we, from time to time? That doesn't mean we need a saving like every time. Because we are saved in Christ. We believe in Christ. But we do find ourselves in need of being pulled out of deep waters. We find ourselves in that daily, I think, weekly, uh, with struggles where we are overwhelmed and we feel like, what's happening? Where, where are you, God? And this is what I want to challenge you. This is what I want to encourage you. Uh, with an open heart, pray about this. Because we still find ourselves, we still find ourselves in deep waters from time to time. And listen, I, I read about some, I actually started to read a little bit about how does it actually feel for those people that are in the water, they are swimming, they are actually, they're losing control, they are about to drown. And I, I actually read about, read stories from people that actually was re, near drowning, that experienced that, but, but then got saved, obviously. Uh, and I just read what they had to say about how it actually felt being in the water, being near, struggling. The fact, how, what David actually writes about in Psalm 18, being in deep water, mighty waters. I, I wrote about people experience near, near drowning, real life stories. Writing about the fear that I felt as they were in the water. 
starting to lose feeling, starting to lose control. That was a strong thing that a lot of people wrote, like, I, I, I'm not in control anymore. Couldn't move their muscles, struggled to breathe, not able to shout, swallowing water, and of course, the panic they felt as I was in the water. One person described it like this. You know how to swim. You tell yourself all of the steps you need to get out of danger, but nothing you do seems to work. In fact, doing anything seems to drag you further down. To scream for help only invites more water into your already exhausted lungs. Motioning for help feels like it draws away energy from you. Energy you need to stay above water. Despite any signal, the people on shore may see they don't understand you are struggling. It does not look like trouble from shore. I could go even more in details, but after all, this is a, it's a family show, so I will stop there. But let me tell you this, and listen, going through struggles could feel like that. Fighting disappointment could feel like that. Fighting the power of sin could definitely feel like that. The power of fear, the symptoms of stress. You know, the Bible uses water, floods, oceans as a metaphor for struggles, for sin, for enemies, for suffering. And God reaches out and pulls you out. In Psalm 18, David felt surrounded by his enemies. He also described torrents of destruction and death in that psalm. So listen now. I believe right now that some of you right now feel like you are struggling in deep waters. Let us zoom in a little bit now with our hearts as well and, and with an open mind because I do think God will speak. I believe that some of you right now feel like you are struggling in deep waters. I do not know what it is, but you have felt for a while that circumstances, challenges, changes has started to feel like you are drowning, losing power, losing your sense of control in this, starting to feel fear is gripping you. Demands, expectations, disappointments, losses, suffering, the list is long. To you, I want to say right now, the mighty hand of God that saved you and pulled you out of the sea of sin and eternal darkness through the cross, that mighty hand is still strong enough to pull you out of this water as well. The hand of God that pulled you out from deep water and saved you is still strong enough to pull you out from this. The hand of God is still mighty to save. He will pull you out. Let him reach you again. And I felt like God was showing me that for some of you, there is a different reason why you find yourself swimming in deep waters or have that sense of being in deep waters. But you feel it starts to be tiring. You're starting to tear. You're starting to maybe get afraid. How did you end up in that water? And I actually felt... I felt the Holy Spirit reminding me of a couple of things. That some of you were actually thrown overboard. You are in the water. Some of you actually felt like you were thrown overboard. You were in a safe place. You were in a comfortable place. 
And all of a sudden, you felt yourself overwhelmed. All of a sudden, almost when I speak it, I almost feel like you were forcefully moved from your comfort. You were thrown. You were not ready for this. You, was, you were not ready for that. That situation, that threat, it almost felt like it was out of the blue. And now you find yourself swimming just to keep alive. You were thrown. You were thrown out of the boat. And I'm telling you, he reached down from on high and he took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. The mighty hand of God that saved you, that pulled you out on the sea of eternal sin and darkness through the cross is still strong enough to pull you out of this as well. So if you can relate to that, open up to God. He is still able to pull you out. And I saw another, almost felt another picture, like almost the opposite. Like some of you, you, weren't, you, didn't, you, you didn't get thrown overboard into the water. I felt like some of you, you actually chose to go for a swim. <laughs> you thought it through, you wanted it, you chose to do it, and it was an enjoyable thing, and you, you went for a swim. You dived into the water, whatever that means. But right now, you are finding yourself too far out. Right now, you find yourself too far out, too far gone, and it's starting to ache. It's starting to feel awfully long from shore where you started, full, of, full in control and everything was enjoyable. And you start to feel this is not what you intended. The joy and the control you had starting to swim is now being replaced slowly by anxiety, worry, and helplessness. The mighty hand of God is still strong enough to pull you out of this too. And just one more thing. I saw someone, you are swimming, you are in the ocean and you are swimming far out and you're actually pushing through the pain and they are pushing through the inconvenience. And why? What, what keeps you going? And then I kind of felt you are actually swimming to save someone else in the water. That's why you keep pushing. That's why you keep... Uh, you are not in this ocean because of yourself. You are actually swimming. You are straining. You are aching to save someone else. But it has started to take a toll on you. You feel like just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. But, but I strongly feel like God says... Let me step in. Let me reach out and pull you out because it's getting too hard for you right now. And it's God who can save. God is the only one who could save also this person you are trying to save. And I feel the same thing. God, the hand of God is strong enough to pull you out. There might be other experiences of why you feel like this right now. Circumstances. But this is what I felt. So what I want to say to you all uh, is right now, take this moment, this very moment, where you are right now, take this, take this simple message today as a confirmation that God sees you. Think about it. Take this message and this, situ this moment right here as a confirmation that God knows your struggles. He sees you. And he clearly wanted you to know that his arm is strong enough to save. 
Open up again to God. Reach out to God. Talk to God about it. Talk to someone in your connect group about it. Even now, in the chat, write, if you want, write, pray for me so we could pray for you. Go to the website. Ask for prayer. Use the WhatsApp group. Whatever it is, but talk to someone and open up to God. And just let him actually do what he, he does. He pulls you out of the water. Do not keep swimming. Do not keep just fighting. He will pull you out. Just look at Psalm 18, where we are right now, where this metaphor is taken from. David was surrounded. He was terrified. And it says, from his distress, he called out. He said, God, that is where it all started, this picture. He acknowledged his need to be saved, and he called out. From a hopeless situation, from a situation that was becoming too much. He didn't just push on. He didn't just pretend everything was good. He didn't just trust his own strength. He actually called out to God. And we get this beautiful picture of God pulling someone out of deep waters. Psalm, 19, uh, Psalm 69, save me, God. Psalm 69, 1 to 3, save me, God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in the miry depths where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters. The flood engulfs me. I am worn out, calling for help. My throat is parched. Think about the description we read about drowning. And it says, save me, God, for the waters have come up to my neck. Trust the arm that once drew you out of the water. Trust the arm to do that again. And I want to end with just reading uh, a verse from, from the New Testament. I would almost call this like the New Testament or the New Covenant version of this picture that we have been looking at, looking at from Psalm 18. Let me just read from Ephesians 2, 4 to 9. And before this, it's been talking about how lost we are, how far away we were from God, how hopeless everything was. And then Ephesians 2, 4 to 9. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgression. Keep that image in mind of sinking in deep water. It's by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages, he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it's by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not from yourself, it's the gift of God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. boast. And I found this prayer, I'm not sure who wrote this prayer, but it's called the Psalm 18 prayer. And I want to end with praying that together with you. So take a moment right now, breathe a little bit, and focus your heart. And join me in this as I, I will read this prayer. And let's do that together right now. A church coming together where we are right now, praying this to God. Thank you that because of your great love for me, even when I was still dead in my sins, without a single thought towards you, 
you reached out and you drew me out of the darkness and into your marvelous light. Help me to remember that the same God who did all of this for me simply because of his love will obviously rescue me from the smaller battles I now encounter. Help me to commit to doing things your way, not to be tempted to exact my own revenge or use the ways of the world to get by. Help me to reflect on your power as I cry out to you for rescue. I will give you all the glory and all the praise. Thank you that you will put in me a spacious place. You will put me in a spacious place where I can breathe, heal, and have peace again. Thank you that you will put me in a spacious place where I can breathe, heal, and have peace again. I just want to thank you for listening. And let's prepare our hearts now for, for what's coming for Easter, for the message. Allow yourself to grasp this. Allow yourself to pause, to take it in, and find rest once again at the cross. Thank you. <laughs>